Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, hey, hey. I am so excited that you're here because, well, there was no episode last week, but also because I just feel so rejuvenated after going to the Empower Her Live event that happened in Phoenix two weekends ago. Uh, For those of you who don't know what Empower Her Live was, it was an event put on by a podcaster, Keisha Gitmery. Uh, She's the host of Empower Her, and she is also who helped me launch this podcast. And she put on a really freaking incredible event, and there were some really great speakers, and Jamie Kern Lima, the founder of It Cosmetics and author of the book Believe It, surprised everybody, which I had my suspicions when I found out there was a guest keynote coming that it might be her, but I wasn't positive. And so when it was her, I freaked out because she is so incredible. Like the way she built her business, the way she operates, just she seems like an absolutely incredible human or seemed like one. And then to be in her presence and listen to what she says was just so inspiring. So I absolutely loved that event. There was about 400 women from across the country, really motivated, really ambitious, like big dreamers, big visions. And so to be in that room with all of those women and hear from some absolutely incredible speakers was honestly everything that I needed to kind of reset my mind. So that was great. I also met my sister Chelsea there. Uh, Chelsea lives in Maine. Hadn't seen her since I was in Maine this past summer for our sister's wedding, uh, but hadn't had like one-on-one sister time with her for a really long time. So that was also great. So lots of great connections, lots of great messages, uh, lots of great sister time, and honestly should have taken like two or three days off of work just to really like come down from all of the information that was thrown at us uh, at this event. But um, obviously like that really wasn't (laughs) practical. So uh, I had to like jump back into work. But the past week or week, two weeks, I guess, uh, has been really fun. And, you know, hanging out with people, getting to know people better. Uh, My dad came up from Juneau Beach, which is where they have a winter home, uh, my parents. And he came up on Thursday. We went to a Bucks game and I got to hang out with him all weekend. And yeah, it's just been a really incredible two weeks and really busy. And I feel like I've been on Screech, um, which is why there was no episode last week. I was exhausted. Thoughts were not making sense. And so I was not going to speak into a microphone. Nonsense for however long. So anyway, um, also have maybe a new idea on the horizon, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, so what I really want to talk about today is, you know, the whole concept of being perfect. And this whole idea kind of came to me 
And granted, I mean, obviously, this has been something that's been on my mind since this podcast started, since before this podcast started, because part of this podcast is all about overcoming perfectionism and the opinions of others. So that's really, you know, what we're going to dive into. But at the Empower Her Live event, Angie Lee, uh, who was freaking hilarious, and if you don't follow her on social media, I highly recommend it. But Angie Lee, she's the founder of Soul CBD. Uh, got up and, you know, she's all about embracing your weird. And so she says, like, your weird is your uniqueness and what makes you different is what makes you authentic. Um, and then she posed the question to us, what would you share if you knew nobody would judge you? And there were some other questions, but it really got me thinking about perfectionism and how we show up every day. And if you are listening to this podcast, I can only assume that you may struggle with a little bit of perfectionism and may or may not care about what others think of you and let that dictate how you operate in your day-to-day life. So when I was thinking about this and when I was, you know, coming up with a message for this week's episode, I wrote down a few things, a few questions. So who would you be if you didn't care what other people thought of you? And this for me is like a punch to the gut, really, because I feel like my 20s especially was all about people pleasing and trying to be who everybody wanted me to be. And it honestly, I think, became really exhausting. And I think a lot of, you know, feeling like I needed to be everything to everybody and being this like perfect person is Part of what landed me in therapy and part of what has landed me in some unfortunate situations um, or maybe some situations that I never would have predicted that I would have been in if you would have asked me what my life looked like at 18 or what my life would have looked like at 22 or whatever. Um, And so it becomes really tiring to be, you know, who you think you need to show up as. And so from the question of who would you be if you didn't care what others thought of you, I took it to another level and asked, what would you say? So if you could have a conversation with literally anybody in your life and say exactly what was on your mind without fear of hurting their feelings or fear of what they would think or anything, what would you say? And how would you say it? Because I think, again, we overthink a lot of how we interact with other people because we're showing up and we're trying to impress them. And so rather than being our genuine, authentic selves, we are trying to show up as the version that we think that they desire. And that doesn't always work. And kind of like a funny story about this, because I think a lot of people do it, uh, like when you're making new friends or whatever. And, you know, over the past year, I have had many opportunities to make many new friends. And a story that comes to mind, and this all works out really great. Uh, Hey, Courtney, if you're listening. Um, So I went to brunch with my friend Courtney. We met on Bumble BFF. And so this was our first meeting. And brunch. So brunch, in my mind, is, you know, you're getting mimosas or you're getting Bloody Marys or you're getting whatever. We were meeting at nine. So, you know, maybe we were drinking, maybe we weren't. But brunch to me, when you say the word brunch, I'm like, okay, mimosas. Absolutely. And so I show up and she's like, no, I'm not drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. 
matching energies, also not going to drink, not going to drink alone at nine o'clock in the morning. Okay, cool. So then I, you know, we're talking and she's not swearing and I'm not swearing because she's not swearing. And again, matching energies and you know, I swear a lot. I don't swear on this podcast a lot because I don't know where you're listening to this podcast. And I have this fear that you're listening to it in your car or in your kitchen and your five-year-old is there listening as well. And I'm going to drop an F-bomb and then your five-year-old is going to start repeating it. And then I am responsible for your child's poor language. And I just can't have that on my conscience. So I try really hard to keep the cursing to a minimum on this podcast. So I guess to a degree, I'm not showing up as my completely authentic self, but I'm really doing it um, because I don't know who exactly is the audience when this podcast is on. So um, if you are listening to this and you have small children when you listen, you're welcome. And if you, if nobody is listening to this with small children, um, I don't know how you would let me know that. But if you could just let me know so I could start swearing a little bit more, that would be great. Um, anyway, back to the story. So she wasn't swearing. I wasn't swearing. So I left this brunch being like, oh my gosh, this girl, like she's so sweet. She doesn't drink. She doesn't swear how are we going to be friends? And I think she left it the same way. Like we had a great time. Like she's great. She's one of my best friends now, but then like we got to know each other more and we are bad influences in each other's lives in the best way possible. But, um, yeah. So anyway, that all kind of worked out. So I guess that story doesn't really prove my point, but it's a funny story. And, um, I literally was like, I just thought you were a nice little like church going girl. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like not, completely my matching energy. Okay. Anyway, jumping back to relevance here. So then I wrote down, like, what would you do if you didn't care what anybody thought? Like, would you have the same job? Would you live where you live now? Would you pursue different hobbies? Would you, you know, hang out with different people? Like, what would you say? And what would you do if you could show up exactly how you are? And I think this is also kind of difficult. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think a lot of us actually struggle with who we are because we've spent so much of our lives putting on a facade to fit the mold of what we think society expects of us. So for me, this has been a journey uh, over the last like few years, I would say, where my 20s, I definitely had those people-pleasing tendencies. I definitely was trying to show up exactly how people wanted me to show up. I was tailoring what I said so I wouldn't offend people, so I wouldn't hurt people's feelings. And I still think I do that, but I try really hard to roll it back so I can be a more authentic person. Because as I've gotten older... I have found myself really, like, pulled toward people who show up authentically. I find that to be really magnetic energy. Like, when people are just, like, again, owning their weird, like Angie Lee said, like, that is a magnetic type of energy because, you know, you feel like you're interacting with a real person and not a robot or a facade of a person or just, like, a caricature of who somebody is. And... I think it takes a long time for people, especially people who struggle with people-pleasing and perfectionism and 
the opinions of others to really fall into who their authentic self is. And I think there's a really sad reality out there that some people never figure it out. And that is likely, this is all opinion-based, by the way, but I think that's likely the cause of a lot of people's anxiety because they want to show up in a certain way, but they're scared that if they actually like roll back the curtain or pull back the curtain rather and expose who they really are, that people aren't going to like them. And I think there's like this really strong human desire to be liked. And it just, it creates this like emotional turmoil and this almost identity crisis. And so what I think is really interesting about this, and I can speak from personal experience. So when I started this podcast, I was really terrified of putting out information about my life because I was going to pull back the curtain on some things and really expose myself and parts of my life. And there was fear because for the first, I started this podcast when I was 29. So for the first like 29 years of my life, I really presented this like picture perfect image. Like, you know, I've talked about it before. Like I graduated college, I got married, I bought a house. Like I was completing all of those societal timelines and like checking all of the boxes. And then at 29, I sold my house. I finalized my divorce. And I was really starting from like ground zero. And, you know, a lot of people in their 20s don't go through that. Like a lot of my friends were getting married and having kids and buying houses and whatever. And I felt like I was taking a step back and rolling back and, you know, playing that comparison game. And so once I realized that I had to step into who I was as a person and really started digging in and doing the work in therapy, it really started to open my eyes. And I am... I think it will forever be a work in progress because, you know, feeling like I need to be perfect is something that I think is like pretty much ingrained in my brain. Uh, Maybe you can relate. But what I can say is since starting this podcast, the most downloaded episodes and the episodes that I get the most feedback on are the episodes that are really, really raw and really expose different situations in my life because they're relatable. And I try to show up on this podcast as a relatable person, um, not to be a people pleaser, but to really help other people feel like, you know, different situations in their life are maybe more normal than we see on social media. Um, And I've connected with so many incredible people as a result of the episodes that I often questioned, should I release this? Is this too much? Is this too vulnerable? And for example, I mean, I can't really go into a whole lot of detail because it's honestly like a privacy issue, I guess. Um, I connected with somebody last week who I had wanted to to talk to for months. And there was personal reasons that I could not reach out to this person uh, when I wanted to. And it turns out that she had kind of been like, not keeping track, but kind of following along and listening to different podcasts. And then she listened to an episode that really, really resonated with her. And she reached out and we were able to connect. And I think think it was honestly in a way 
like a life changing moment for both of us. I guess I can't really speak for her, but it gave me a lot of insight into certain situations that I have gone through. And it also gave me some closure into certain chapters in my life. And hopefully, hey, if you're listening to this, like, hopefully we can be friends because, like, that was amazing and um, really exciting. But all of this to say, like, had I have moved forward with or not moved forward, rather, because of fear of what people would think or fear of what people would say, like, I never would have made that connection and it would have always been something that I would have wanted to do. So anyway, all I'm saying is when you show up as who you are truly at your core and not who you think that people want you to be, the connections and the friendships that you make are so worthwhile. Um, another example I talk about Heather a lot on this podcast. Heather is one of my best friends. She lives in Houston. She has gotten me through some of the most difficult times in my entire life. And I truly don't know how I would have overcome certain situations without having her support and having her there as a sounding board and just like having her here to laugh and cry with me, like all of the emotions. And we connected because of this podcast. And so I guess everything that I'm saying in this episode is if you're not doing something because you have a fear of what other people are going to think about you or fear of what other people are going to say about you, step out of that comfort zone. Like show up as your authentic, genuine self. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. And the people who are meant to be in your life are going to either stay or they're going to find you. And the people who aren't meant for you, you know, and are just meant to be a piece of your life, like a chapter or a page, you know, they might leave. But at the end of the day, like you're really going to find your people and you're really going to feel in your element when you're able to be who you are around the people who you need in your life. So I am so grateful every day for this podcast for so many reasons, but like in a selfish way, just the connections and the friendships I've been able to make have helped show me that like not being perfect is actually what people are looking for. They're looking for that connection. They're looking for relatability and authenticity and It's hard to break those habits of, you know, feeling like you need to be everything to everyone and feeling like you need to be perfect and feeling like you need to construct the thoughts in your head to come out perfectly. And not everything's going to be perfect. And to piggyback off that, you know, we are our own worst critic. And I mean, I think everybody knows that at this point, like it's plastered everywhere if you are like tuning into any social media, we are our own worst critic. And if we treated ourselves like we treat our best friend, how much better would our life be? Because when I make a mistake or when I don't like something about myself, I beat myself up about it. And I'm sure you probably do too, because that's human nature. But if my best friend were to do the same exact thing or have the same exact feelings or whatever, I would be like, girl, it's fine, like not a big deal. Or I would help her find a solution. And, you know, we would work together and 
you know, there'd be that empathy there and that encouragement. Whereas when it's us making the mistake or not showing up perfectly, it's, oh my God, you're an idiot. And we overthink it to death. And the stuff that we're overthinking, the people who were in that presence of that moment have probably moved on past that like a long time ago. And so I would encourage you to try to talk to yourself more kindly. And if you do make a mistake, like be okay with it, embrace it, because most of the mistakes that we make in life aren't going to matter six months from now, a year from now. They might not even matter a day from now. But in the moment, it seems like this like really big deal that we're never going to be able to get past. And if you're still here, which if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are, you have overcome so many mistakes in your life. You have overcome so many moments of imperfection and you are still showing up and you are still trying your best. And honestly, trying your best is all that anybody, including you, can expect. So hopefully all of this made sense. I know there was a lot talked about on this episode, but I really just want to encourage you to show up as your imperfect self and lean into your weirdness and into that authenticity and see what happens. Because I really, truly believe that, you know, the weirdness is where the magic happens for you and where you're really going to be able to connect with the people who are meant to be in your life. So with that, I am going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you and you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So lean into your inner weirdness, embrace your imperfections and show up as you completely unfiltered without fear because girl, that is where the magic happens. And I cannot wait to see who you are as your true authentic self. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at love laugh Lynn's so we can connect until next time. Keep loving, laughing and letting it go.